0: Hello, and welcome to Time Out with Tammy and Tyler. I'm Tammy. And I'm Tyler. And
1: we're here to explore how people evolve from early career, higher education, HR professionals to leaders like VPs and chief human resource officers.
0: So what we really want is to learn more about how some of these really amazing people got to where they are and what their perspective is on some hot HR topics and issues.
1: But before we get into that, Just a quick note about who we are. I'm Tammy, and I'm currently the Assistant Director of Human Resources at Williams College in Northwest Massachusetts.
0: And I am Tyler. I am from West Palm Beach, Florida, but I am currently working as an HR business partner for the University of Florida in Gainesville.
1: But more importantly, we are both part of the Coupa HR Wildfire Program, finishing out our program year. And we both fell in love with the program and are just so amazed at everything that we've experienced so far
0: yeah it's really been one of those life changing experiences where we create bonds of trust and shared experiences together Um, so thank you so much for taking this journey with us and without further ado let's get into today's episode today we have a very special guest shireen gilliam holmes she is the executive director and chro for austin peace state university shireen is also a new program mentor this year for our excellent Coupa HR Wildfire program. Hi, Shireen. Hi.
1: Shireen, welcome and thanks so much for taking time out to chat with us today. We were so excited to meet you um, at this past July's uh, Coupa HR Association Leadership Program and we're really thrilled to talk to you today. So without any further delay, we're gonna get into our questions.
2: Perfect, so excited to be here and just be a part of this so very innovative podcast that you and Tyla have created. Super proud of you all and so happy to participate.
0: Your role uh, as a CHRO is kind of newly minted, so we've been excited to pick your brain. Um, since you currently stepped into your CHRO role in 2018, just over a year ago, can you kind of talk a little bit about your career journey and how you got to where you are as of now? Sure. Um,
2: Actually, I spent quite a bit of time previous um, to hire at HR in entertainment and media. Um, I actually was, um, I worked for Showtime at the Apollo, worked for the chief executive officer there. Um, Then I went from there into radio broadcast and media, and I was assistant business manager of operations for two radio stations. Um, Then from there, I went to uh, Time Warner Cable. So I had a lot of broadcast and media. One thing I will say is that throughout my career in entertainment and, and media is that it was not stable. So I was laid off two times in three years. Um, but through that journey, I had met some great mentors and sponsors. And actually right before um, I joined uh, City University of New York, I had a sponsor at my previous uh, place of employment, Time Warner Cable. My job was being eliminated and this sponsor was the VP of HR. And although at that time I was an internal communication specialist, communications and, and marketing, I mean, in HR were very separate um, separate divisions. So it was interesting because I had a great working relationship with this VP, although I wasn't directly in HR, but I did internal communications. He obviously was one of the first people to find out that my job was being eliminated, invited me to a HR leadership conference. And at that conference, he said, I'm going to make it Very, very important for you tonight to meet some great people. And I said, oh, well, thank you. First introduction of the night was to the Vice Chancellor of Human Resources for the City of University of New York. Um, I kept in contact with her. I invited her for coffee, invited her for pasta, invited her for sandwiches. We had maybe three meetings. And then she turned to me and said, you know, I think uh, I think you could do some good work for us. How about you come, in, come on as a consultant for six months, do an assessment of our website and our communication strategy at CUNY and um, just kind of provide some feedback and some strategy. Six months turned into another six months renewal of a consultant contract, which turned into actually a newly created position for CUNY called HR Communications and Electronic Media Manager. Um, so wow. it was kind of just through good old fashioned networking and sponsorship, that I actually got my break into higher ed HR.
0: That is so fascinating. I mean, personally, I came from the hospitality industry. I can totally relate to the uh, inflexibility and unreliability of it all, which is why I was so excited to make the jump into higher ed. But that is absolutely fascinating, Sharon. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit more about your background. I didn't know that. um, And I think that's really, really cool, Um, really great. Uh, story with really unique timing that kind of led you to where you are now. So we appreciate the insight. So kind of shifting gears a little bit here, you know how Tammy and I are a little partial to the wildfire program and all the exciting opportunities that it led our way. Um So we want to hear a little bit about uh, how you got connected with the wildfire program and uh, how you're ex- enjoying your experience so far with the uh, cohort from this year.
2: Um, So I am a new member of Coupa HR's National Board, and as um, some board members, everybody has a role. We have different um, committee work that we need to do, and one of my particular projects was to be a mentor for the Wildfire Program. when Andy called and asked, I was kind of like, "Did you really think you had to ask me to do that? Um, because I was, <laughs> a, you know, I was an emerging leader, and the emerging leader program and the wildfire program, you know, those are the two two programs that kind of go hand in hand. Um, but when I was an emerging mm-hmm, leader, mm-hmm. we. Thought the wildfire program and structure was so incredible, and so we actually presented at that year at ALP to um, to all of the board that you know we really would like the emerging leader program to kind of mirror what the wildfire program had. But I think for me now mm-hmm. in this role that I currently have to work with early career professionals and just pay it forward, um, tell my story, you know, be be an advocate for them, be a sponsor, mm-hmm. be a mentor. Um, but the innovation and the ideas that I'm that I'm witness to are mind blowing. I mean, I am just I'm learning as much from um this cohort and even the past cohort than than you know, it's it's on the job training for me. Um I'm just learning so much, I'm getting a variety <laughs> of perspectives. Um and I just I appreciate the fellowship. I appreciate the the camaraderie that the that the cohorts have and I am just thrilled to be a part of the program.
1: Shireen, I want to maybe switch gears a little bit. So Tyler and I have been fortunate enough to be on um, one of the wildfire calls early for the new cohort um, and to spend a little time with you at ALP. And um, you've shared some of your stories about um, your background and things that have happened in your job. So I kind of wanted to circle back to one of those um, that I think is particularly helpful for our early career folks when they're starting out, um you know, maybe navigating either their career journey or just the higher ed journey. and um, that is you have uh, shared a story about someone making an assumption about you um, early on or or a short time ago in your career, and um, you really used that experience and turned it around for the positive. So I'm wondering if you would share. Um, that experience with our listeners and a little bit about how you used maybe a, a negative experience and turned it around for something really good.
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, as Beyonce says, turn lemons into lemonade. Um, I believe that, you know, <laughs> there's a teachable moment, even in, you know, moments of frustration. And yes, I am part of the beehive. Um, so I just, you know, <laughs> I, I just love Beyonce, by the way. But anyway, uh, I think for me, you know, of course, I look a lot younger than, than what I am. And I, you know, have a lot of experience. But, you know, sometimes when you show up, people make these assumptions about you simply on what they see. And so I had proposed um, a project to a senior leader. And their comment to me was, oh, you millennials. And and that moment, I was just like, well, what does that mean? Because I'm not a millennial. I don't have anything against it. But in that moment, I just, it. I didn't know what stereotypes and perceptions were associated with me just based on how I looked and and, and the age that I, that they thought I were. I was. Um and so I was I was really mad and I talked to a lot of people. But as I started to talk to people, I started to talk to people that were older, younger and had experienced the same type of situation where they were just labeled. Mm. Um and so mm-hmm. I I decided to um, create a presentation called Perceptions Divide Not Generations um, to Coupa HR and really have an open conversation about the misconceptions and the stereotypes that we show up with this you know multi generational workforce and how that plays out day to day in the workforce um, and so I think that just being able to tell my story and, and Coupa HR giving me the platform to do it. Um, I can't tell you how many older and younger people have come to me after my sessions and have said, "Oh my gosh, I literally go through this. I'm so happy someone is bringing this up." So I think in that moment of frustration, I also I also learned that, you know, early career professionals are definitely coming into the workforce with this you know, they're entitled, they're not going to stay, they're arrogant, they want everything when they're wanted, they want praise, they, they want to be treated like babies. And, you know, when you mm-hmm. label an entire, you know, you label an entire population, just based on the year that they were born, I mean, it's discriminatory. Mm. And so I, I feel like, mm. yes, there are different things that, you know, we all, you know, based on what we have available to us, as far as technology, as far as, you know, the times that we grew up in, But I just feel like it's an employee life cycle. You know, I talked to my father. He said, yeah, I was young and not so smart in my 20s. And I didn't, I popped around from job to job. And he's in his 70s. I just think it's a life cycle. And I just think we should stay away from labeling an entire population based on just the year that they were born. So I'm always going to be an advocate for just, you know, focusing on the person and their skill set and not necessarily how old they are, whether they're old or young. I I think it's important that we just are inclusive and continue to just respect the person.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think um, one of the things that I've heard, Dave Blake, who was our previous guest, Say um, throughout the wildfire program and since I've known him is um, it's really about the individual stories Um, and I think that's you know kind of what you're touching on it's it's easy to make an assumption about um, about anyone really based on what's in front of you Uh, but once you start to dig deeper and get to know people there's really there's so much more to it than what we see on the surface and and I think um, turning that experience into something that can benefit really everybody in the workforce um, is is a really positive thing, and, um, you know, just for for my own career journey, I think that that um, is something that, when you shift your perspective in that way, especially as an early career person, um, helps you really focus on what matters and and kind of, um, you know, present yourself as a leader, even when you're not in a leadership role, if you can take something negative that happens and use it for good, so. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's a really impactful story. Um, so you just mentioned your love of Beyonce, which is awesome. And this is kind of our last question that we like to ask people um, on a little bit of a lighter note, not quite so deep. Um, if you would share something with us, a fun fact, a hobby, a personal interest, something that people don't know about you so that we can kind of pull back the mask and, you know, um, share part of that individual story.
2: Well, I'm born and raised in New York. Um, however, my New York, I'm probably going to get my New York card revoked for this, but I'm a New Yorker that loves Chicago <laughs> <deep-style> pizza. <laughs> I love Chicago pizza.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> mm. I'm That's a nice. I love <laughs> Giordano's. Uh, yes.
2: yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So uh, I know most people from New York love the Thin and I do, but my my heart and soul lies a deep dish.
0: Uh, Yes, I can absolutely relate to that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you and your time and your insight for all of our listeners. It really was a pleasure speaking with you.
2: I appreciate you all even inviting me. And I just want to say, you know, kudos to you all for being so innovative and, you know, really giving back. And I think that's really important that, you know, you all are just progressing progressing us all and progressing the the HR profession. And And I'm deeply humbled to be a part of this. So thank you so much for the opportunity.